Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash, they lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it has to the tell, dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome everyone to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. Hi, I'm Blake and I'll be playing Juliet, the Eldritch Knight. Wow, I almost forgot so much. I'm looking at it too. <laughs> and Shane. That is my name. Playing uh, Alexander, the bard slash wizard. Uh, my friend has suggested that wizard is not the best place to go, but it's too late. Now here I am. <laughs> and John. Hello. I am the person god of Lunadas, Elven Monk. Lunadas is savior. No, just god. I'm not a nice guy. And Oliver. I am playing Edel Belmont. He's a paladin. And I like carbonated water. That's good to know. We know how to kill first. So last time on the Dungeons and Debacles podcast, you guys found yourselves on the Grass Isle. Um, it is a island inhabited by half-orcs and lions. Apparently that's the two only two things here. You have been trying to make a deal to get some supplies to repair the boat. Uh, but you don't really have anything um, that they needed because they don't deal in gold. Um, after a couple discussions uh, with you and the tribal leader, Grom, um, he has found out that you're, how shall we say, morably pliable. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, has uh, decided to contract you to deal with a little problem that he has. Um, basically, he had killed the old clan chief in um, uh, combat to take his place. His The old clan chief's son was too big of a coward to fight him for uh, the leadership of the clans and has ran off to the hills. And um, Grom, the new clan chief, is saying that uh, the clan that's ran off to the hills is spreading lies about him um, cheating in combat. And he wants you guys to take care of it by bringing the son's head to him, unattached. Sounds like a lot of teen girl drama to me. <laughs> this is Total Drama Island. Welcome. Oh, Show God. ass. Show's great. Don't talk bad about Total Drama Island in my presence, Oliver. That show was top tier ass. Okay, so we were planning on fucking uh, poisoning their well. Yeah, I don't well, see why that's a good idea. Could just, you know, get the orcs to fight each other and then make a deal with the winner of some kind. Well, we've already accepted the the request to destroy their clan over here. Now uh, we only had to destroy one guy. This is I true. He didn't say anything about killing the entire clan. He just said that he wanted you to kill um, their leader. 
Well, that certainly sounds a lot easier than what I was thinking. I don't believe in leaders. Well, like I said, we don't necessarily have to kill him. I think it's a pretty bad idea to kill him. He could be very, very useful to us. I mean, well, yeah. things we could do instead. We could pretend to take his head, take another orc's head, and cast some sort of illusion on it or dress it up to look like his. That sounds like a I don't know idea. if he has tusks or teeth, but those might double as trophies, and our excuse will be that we pummeled his face so bad you wouldn't be able to recognize it. You have Whatever you want to do, man. I just want to make sure everyone's down with this, because last time everybody just wanted to murder him. We should just murder him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there we go. There's a vote there. Yes, yeah, easy peasy. Anything that doesn't involve us accidentally having to fight an army of orcs, I'm okay with. I'm down. Yeah, that's why I suggested poisoning the well, so that way there, everyone is too weak to fight, and we get to go kill the leader. Uh, if I recall, there isn't a well to poison. Aren't they uh, located on a river or something? Um, you um, don't really know that yet because you haven't surveyed the scene. Um, ah, okay. Um, some other things that uh, you also learned uh, last episode was this uh, Tusk, who's the uh, leader of this separate tribe, is a um, distant relative descendant of uh, Borsh Bonebreaker, who was one of the uh, saviors. He has a sword. He does have a sword. Um, we could probably sneak in and use my suggestion spell on him, since orcs usually have a low wisdom to counteract it. That is so racist, I love it. So where you guys are right now is uh, you've just uh, dispatched a, a group or a pride of lions and uh it's getting towards uh night so i'm assuming you're making camp and discussing all this mm -hmm. yeah can we sing our campfire songs no why not so um right now you guys are probably less than um i would say like 30 minutes walk from this encampment um it is night I don't know if you guys want to scope the place out or get that. some rest or what What do you want to do? Let's scope the place out. Sure. So, perception check, I assume. Well, we have nothing to perceive at the moment. We should have to get inside there. We have to hear. And I'm trying to make sure that we don't get caught. What do you mean? We're 30 minutes away. Yeah, but I want to get jumped by more lions. Lions. Well, okay, I don't know that they don't hunt at night, so... They usually do in real life. <laughs> what? Yeah. You're lions thinking of tigers, man. No, lions hunt at night. I think they, they're all nocturnal. Well, they're... They hunt at night as well as the day. Mm-hmm. I think lions do whatever the fuck lions want to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That is a five, and also a five. Put me on the board. <laughs> nice. Uh, We're on the board. <laughs> you don't see anything. Who does, really? I mean, I don't have like a third eye or anything. God. So I'm going to say that uh, if uh, you're you are going to the camp, um, you could make it there without being molested. This is why I need plate armor so I can't get molested. I'm gonna hop along as well. Uh. I'll do my reception. Sick. 
Um, a six and a seven. So what what are you trying to perceive? Uh, I'm going along with Oliver and just trying to scope the scene. Man, we're good at things. Every roll is getting better than the last. With two more people, we might be able to roll, I don't know, like a 12. I have a game theory that the biggest hut has the chief. So Pretty sure that's the TP. See, uh, yurt. My dad wants to get one of those. I know, he's mentioned it many times. It's his favorite. So, um, I'm going to say that um, you guys are going to crest this hill, and uh, before you even uh, come to the top of the ridge, you can see like light coming from the uh, valley below. And everybody give me stealth checks. At least I'm good at something. I'm not. Hell yeah. <laughs> you guys are so good. <laughs> nice, nice. Oliver falls down the stairs with a, with a bag of pots and pans. <laughs> so uh the most amazing thing is that there aren't any stairs yet mm -hmm. so uh you, you guys are making quite a bit of uh uh noise up here but uh you currently don't see uh anything responding to you or hear anything else moving uh, around out in the woods don't so, one of us got like a stealth spell or something that uh, was Gwenny. she died yeah of terminal scurvy <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't remember hmm. that. that. That really blows my game plan. So what you're going to see is uh, you've been going, um, walking through these, uh, you know, um, dips and, and valleys, of these gently rolling hills that lead uh, to these larger hills there in the west. And um, you come up over this uh, hill and uh, you can see uh, the village. Um, everybody give me a perception checks. 13. Mama said I always had pretty eyes. Whoa, Shane, well, chill out. I'm so good at this. <laughs> Rest your chest. So, Shane and Lunados, um, you're going to be able to see um, a little bit more than just these uh, these yurts out here. So, um, you think there probably couldn't be more than 50 people living in this village. Um, there appears to be yurts arranged in a circle around a much larger yurt near a string coming from uh, one of the larger hills. Uh, you can see that they've started to build some uh, more permanent wood structures um, for homes. Um, they appear to have some uh, uh, lumber and mortar operations uh, going on, and you can see that they're also refining some uh, tar. Um, it also appears that they're tanning lion skins and uh, have started growing some crops here. So currently you see... Probably uh, about six or seven um, large half-orcs roaming around this uh, camp. It looks like they're making ready for the night. Little and is it just the earth? They know. Um, I mean, the, you know, everything that I've described, the, the yurts, um, you know, the various uh, operations that they've got going, uh, the crops and, you know, the six or seven half-orcs that are roaming around the camp right now. Okay. Um, what are the water sources? Is it is there a nearby river or something? Uh, you see a stream running down from one of the hills that I'm I'm pinging. It's it's the blue mark. Oh, got it, got it. So from what you can see, you've got a bunch of uh, of uh, yurts all around the camp. You've got a much larger uh, yurt towards the uh, center of it, and then a large cook fire in the uh, center of the encampment. Okay. Uh, I suggest that we move back. 
and try and put together a, a plan that uh, we're actually going to do. Murder. So are you going back, to, um, you know, um, a bit back from uh, where you were? Yeah, to like a camp? couple minutes, like two or three minutes away. All right. Are you making camp to rest? You did get um, in a fight. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what everyone else is trying to do. Is it just me and Oliver there right now? Or, like, is, did everyone just follow along? Hell yeah. Seems like we just followed along, given the roles. Looks like we did. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, so what are, we, what are we doing right now? Where are we at right now? On an island. You are on an island. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. uh, you are uh, about uh, most I'm, of a day's walk. I didn't walk- mean that, literally. One person at a time, please. Um, right now, you are not on that map, so you're you're off that map up in the hills. Um, you're about a day's walk from the uh, main village of uh, Grassland, where you met the uh, tribal chief. I mean, I mean, I didn't mean it in that context, but thanks. I mean, I like a concept. Like, what are our plans? Like, where are we at in terms of like what we're doing? Like, what what I'm trying to figure out. What everyone else wants to do. Uh, murder. My vote is for diplomacy. You love that. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. Diplomacy, duplicity. <laughs> Can I please have your head? <laughs> please. <laughs> I've already had several suggestions. Yeah, let's just go back to camp and come back uh, during the day. We're gonna get caught. What do you mean caught? Yeah, we'll, we'll just just come back tomorrow morning. See what happens. Okay, so I'm guessing you're going back uh, probably about, what, 30 minutes where you were before to yeah. make yeah, camp? That's, yep, that's the plan. So uh, are you, uh, I guess everybody's laying down for the night? Sure. Yeah, just put uh, a rotation of watches. It's just going to say that. Who wants to take first watch? I got the first one. All right, I guess I'll have second. Then Lunadas will take third. First watch is the best watch. So, Shane, you're on the first watch? That's my life right now, yes. Uh, give me a perception check. Sure. So, uh, that's 14. You go uh, through your watch, and um, you don't really hear anything or, or see anything. And then, uh, whose uh, watch is it next? Mine. Give me a perception check. I'm going to use my eyes and my ears. And I got an 11. Above average. <laughs> yeah, you you don't hear anything either. And then, uh, I guess, uh, who's next, Juliet? Person. Am I third? I don't that was know. Lunadas, I called it. So. Okay, give me a perception <laughs> check. Okay, so with that 19... You are going to see some eyes that are uh, glowing off in the distance that are catching um, some... Uh, I'm assuming you've got a cap- campfire. Mm-hmm. So you are seeing some light glint off uh, a couple of pairs of eyes uh, in the grass. Hmm. I nudge Julietta Wick quietly, sort of. Oh, what's going on? Shh. I see eyes. Don't know if it's lions or orcs. What do you mean? I point them out to her. Or, or I, gen- I, I gesture in a small way in the direction I saw the eyes. Alright, alright. Where are these eyes? Give me a perception check. 
Eight. Wow. So that's a 20. So, um, Juliet, you're going to be able to uh, be able to make out that there are three pairs of eyes um, out in the grass, and they're probably about um, 50 yards away from you. Whoa, okay. I see. Alunadas, you gotta wake everybody. There's three of them out there. Okay. Alunadas sort of uh, nudges. Uh, what's his name? Alexander awake. Yeah. Shh. Being watched. And then leaves Adel for the moment. So, um, Juliet, you are going to see that, um, like, one pair of these eyes uh, disappear. And then a few minutes later, another pair disappears, but there's still one pair just staring at you. All right. So there's one still staring at us. I don't know where the other two went. Maybe they went back or they just kind of know we're awake. I don't. I look around. Is everyone else awake? Everyone except Adel. I wake up, Adel. I nudge him pretty hard. What? I was having the most wonderful dream. I was rich again. I immediately regret waking up, Adel. <laughs> just, I'll, I'll cast sleep on him. Don't worry. Wait, no, don't. Adel. What are we doing? You're getting watched by some fucking monsters in the woods, man. Leave them alone. They just like to watch. They're creeps, okay? Uh, can can you like get dressed or something? I am. <laughs> okay. I am going to grab my crossbow and shoot towards the eyes. Where are my shoes to be? Uh, okay, um, give, uh, roll me an attack. I rolled a hit. 19. Wow. So, um, you are going to fire your crossbow, and then you are going to hear a, uh, like a whimper. A and then, like, a, a roar. So you think this is probably a lion? Who would have thought? An island, a lion on this island. Full of lions. Man. I'm going to use my channel divinity. Uh, and then two. What's the objective here? I'm going to try and scare them off. I just shot one with a crossbow. Yeah. Now and they know you we're in business. And you don't see those eyes anymore. Oh. Can I see any other eyes? Uh, give me a perception check. You, uh, you actually do, um, so one, all the uh, eyes disappeared, but now you've noticed that there's another set of eyes uh, that's appeared probably about 20 yards um, to the uh, the west of where you uh, previously saw the eyes. Okay. <clears throat> and um, so, cool question. Not to straight on the what it means. So, what's the difference between a long rest and a short rest? A lot. <laughs> It depends on uh, your character. Um, so long rest, or um, like if you're a wizard, um, you would need a long rest to regain all your spell slots again. I mean, like what constitutes a short or long rest? Like how many hours of sleep? Or like short rest is one hour, long rest is about eight. What okay, said. got it. Um, I will. I'll just try and shoot a crossbow at him again. Fuck it. Twenty-three. So basically, same thing as you hit this one too, and you hear it cry out. And then the eyes disappear. Yeah. I look around for any other eyes. Perception check. I'll do the same. 26. Got him. So um, <laughs> you you don't see any more eyes, um, but you can hear um, 
what sounds like uh, um, them moving away from you. So you think you might have scared them off. We're good, guys. I'm going back to sleep. Uh, I'll stay up for this third watch to continue the last of it, since I didn't have any watch to take anyway. So give me a perception check. Um, yeah, the 14, you don't see anything, um, but you do, you do hear some um, rustling further away. You think it may be just the, uh, the lions out there? Must be just the lions. <laughs> so uh, the uh, the morning is getting closer and everybody's uh, asleep uh, except for Juliet and Lunadas, I guess. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, Lunadas only meditates. He's an elf. Okay. Um, Shane, can you drop down into the secret channel? I can. I'm here. All right. Give me a wisdom save. There you go. All right. Um, so you sleep through the night and really no dreams. Just like real life. All right. We're back. We out here. So, uh, morning comes and you guys, uh, get up. I'm assuming you're probably, uh, putting your gear back on, maybe making some breakfast, talking about breakfast. the the plan. Alunadas is partial to egg white omelets. Maybe a little goat cheese and chive. Yep. All right, so what are you doing? Um, let's just start making our way over to the camp. See what happens. Diplomacing this bitch. All right, so uh, you guys walk for about 30 minutes, and you come up to the uh, same hill you were on before. And um, are you guys just walking down into the encampment? Uh, before going down there, I'd like to straighten up something with my comrades. So what are, what's our objective whenever our we come to Like, why are we here? Not quite, man. We got to have a reason to be here or else they're probably just going to fucking butcher us. Are we just going to say we're looking for supplies and stuff like the other people? I yeah. think that would work. Yeah, easy enough. Let's remember, what we're looking for here is either information or the actual hey. artifact. I guess not technically artifact, the sword, but... Yeah. Um, yeah, Toss Brome Breaker should have something for us, at least, which is who we're going to try and talk to about. He is the uh, great something of uh, Borsh Brome Bone Breaker. Wow. Yeah, let's... um. Let's not make that. Let's not make it apparent how much we know about them, because that would mean that we, they would know that we met with the other orcs. That's a good point. I would remind you too that if uh, it comes down to it and you decide to kill this guy, one of the things that uh, was told to you by Grom was for it not to get back to you and not to get for it to get back to him. Because he would lose honor if anyone Easy knew enough. that he sent you to assassinate this guy. So uh, I guess we're just walking in the lion's den, metaphorically speaking, and literally. Let's go. All right. So I'm guessing you're walking down this hill and just walking into camp? Uh, walking to the entrance and stopping. Making sure that none of us have our weapons drawn, glancing at all of you. What are you talking about, boy? <laughs> I'm just going to challenge the chief to a duel, and we'll go home. Easy peasy. So you walk towards the uh, the entrance to the camp, uh, which is beside the stream at the, the south of the map where I'm peeing, and you are met by a group of about ten half-orcs. And they say, Hi. Who are you? What do you want? I'm Edel Belmont of the Belmont family. 
uh, I I get in front of him before he's out to respond to that. Yes, we're uh, humans from the from the mainland. Our ship was going through the side. We got attacked by a kraken. Uh, our ship was damaged and not able to sail successfully out of here. So we're trying to get supplies to fix it up. I was wondering if uh, there's any way that we could barter for supplies or meet with somebody to get some uh, some supplies for it. You're a long way from shore. Yeah, a lot of lions. Mm. Trying to find somebody. Where did you come from? The shore. <laughs> the sea? The east, the west. I don't I'm not a sailor. <laughs> uh, so, hey, DM, out of, out of character. Um, so, which direction is the other place in? You would have come from the east. Okay, and is our uh, ship from the east? Uh, yeah, that, I mean, that's where you would la uh, you landed on the eastern shore. Okay. Um, back in character. We are from the southeast portion of the, uh, the island. That's where our ship is stranded. Oh, so you did you go into Grassland? What do you mean by Grassland? The major city there. No, we didn't really see it. Oh, well, you could have probably got supplies there without walking so far. Yes, this is. If we knew <laughs> beforehand, we would have gone. So, what supplies are you looking for, and what do you have to trade? Uh, we're looking for timber and um, timber and tar and such like that. Uh, Glance over Juliet, right? Yeah. Anything else I'm missing? Uh, yeah, we're looking for those, and uh, we have gold to barter. If not, we can probably do some sort of favor for you. Um, or if we have anything that you'd like. Gold's not of much use here. What is? Hey. Steel and muscle. I got one of those things. I, I have half of both. <laughs> uh, so... Would it be possible to talk to your chieftain over here? I suppose. Mm. Come with me. And he you leads you uh, up through the encampment until you get to uh, this large teepee. And uh, the half-orc sticks his head in and says, Tusk, we have strangers here to talk to you. A couple seconds later, you see this uh, large half-orc come out of uh, this uh, yurt. He just looks at all you and stares you down and says, who are you and why are you here? We're humans from the, well, I'm a human and my companions from the mainland. Our ship was uh, stranded on the southeast shore. Um, we got attacked by a kraken on the way past and we were seeking sanctuary and supplies here for just a little bit. If we can do a favor for you, we don't, we only have gold for barter, but we can do maybe some sort of request on your behalf to get supplies from you to fix our ship. So uh, he stares at you for a few minutes and says, uh, we don't really have much use of gold here, but maybe we can find something for you to do. We do have, sure. we do have lumber and tim uh, timber and tar. What would you like us to do for it? Is this just going to be us, like, attempting to kill another chief and another chief <laughs> until we're at the other side of the fucking island? Maybe. I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't. <laughs> I just want to go home. He, he goes, um, I don't know you and you don't know me. Correct. I don't expect you to know the politics of this land, so I'll be brief. 
The clan you see here are the Bonebreakers. We're the descendants of Bush, the savior himself. My family has been the leaders of all half-orcs on this island since after the time of ruin. Recently, we were usurped by the most unhonorable half-orc by the name of Grom. Most don't support him, but they wouldn't say that openly because of his reputation for, let's say, not abiding dissension. Those who speak out run into unfortunate lion maulings. Now he leads the tribes, for now. Those in my clan decided we could not abide his leadership and treachery and came here. He challenged my father for leadership of the clan. Grom only scratched him and he was barely able to lift Bonebreaker's sword a few minutes later. He fell dead after that. It had to be poison. A coward's weapon. He now leads the tribes. His reign is tenuous at best. If you could prove he cheated in combat, I would give you whatever you wanted. Like Bonebreaker's sword? I have never heard of this item. Tell me more. <laughs> I have never heard of this human. <laughs> and uh, he says, uh, he goes, it, it's been passed down in my families for generations. And he actually just like turns around and points. And you see this uh, thing that looks like it's part greatsword and part like meat cleaver um, that's just stuck down into this stump of some wood. And it's uh, it's kind of a, a, a very unique sword. You've never seen really anything like it. It's, uh, it's black. And when the sun like kind of shines on it, it's got like this uh, strange green sheen uh, when it catches it at the right angle. It's about five feet in length, and it's shaped more like a meat cleaver than a sword. And it has these uh, hook serrations on the back side of it, like teeth. And on uh, each point of the serrations, there's like a, a, a ring punched through it. You can't imagine what any sort of uh, purpose those rings would serve in combat. They look cool. The hilt, yeah, yeah, it does look pretty <laughs> cool. Uh, the pommel uh, is... Uh, made out of uh, bron or bronze and the hilt's made out of uh, wooden leather and uh, you can see the uh, the uh, the counterweight pommel on the back of it shaped like the head of a half orc and you're assuming this is probably the uh, likeness of Borsh himself would we be able to identify this as a um, as a item like uh, the uh, special items no no it's it's not a it's not an artifact just a regular old sword okay um and he's got like a special belt or whatever that we're just trying to find. May I hold the sword? I try and lift the sword to see if it's heavy. Are you going to make I him touch it? Are you making a move for it? I asked him and I got no response. Uh, you did actually ask him. I did. I was like, may I, may I hold the sword? He, he just looks at you and doesn't say anything. Why would you take silence as a yes? I don't know, man. Uh, so, yeah, you gather that's a no. Okay. He's not dignifying that with an answer. Oh, all right. Fine. Uh, yeah, we'll get right on the uh, the search for proof of your father's murder. We'll keep a camp outside, see what we can do. Okay, would it be possible to uh, maybe get a room for a day or two while we investigate? You can camp outside of our village. Understood. Um, yeah, we can do that. 
but you're getting the feeling that you're you're really not welcome in the camp itself. Yeah, so I guess we're just gonna set up camp. It's uh it's about midday now, so I mean you've got plenty of time to do stuff. Yeah. I'm going to say probably after an hour or so, um, you're going to see a, uh, a hunting party. Um, looks like it's getting together. It's Tusk and uh, three other half-orcs. Um, they're gathering up uh, like um, their swords and some bows, so you think they're probably going out hunting. So they're about to leave for hunting? Yeah, you see them um, like um, gathering up their stuff, and they're walking towards uh, north of camp. I uh, go over to them. I asked them, how goes the hunt? They said, we haven't even left camp yet. The lions are thick as grass. Why are, there so, why are there so many fucking lions on this island? Because there's plenty plenty of other boar and deer, and no other natural predators except for us. Sounds like a catastrophe. Uh, Did you actually waiting say for that? weeks to say that, haven't you? Well, you know, it happens sometimes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so is there anything else besides just the usual suspects for hunting, uh, the lions and boar and such? Are there any, like, special, special prey that you guys go for? Lions aren't special enough for you? What, do you want to fight more krakens? Perhaps a dragon? Yes. <laughs> Are you suggesting that there is a dragon on this island? No. If there were, there wouldn't be so many damn lions. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm just trying to get some more information on the island so that uh, to follow up on the request of the chieftain. Man, if we had a um, dragon, there wouldn't be so many darn lions on this island. <laughs> That's exactly what we need. We need a dragon to yeah to shut out all these lions. It's yeah, like when you got a snake so, infestation and then you like flood the the building with mongooses. <laughs> Yeah, so what direction is the um, the other orc civilization in? I got like a brief understanding that it's in the, the east. Yeah, it's about a it's about a day's walk to the east. You probably just missed it if you if your boat landed on the eastern shore. Got it. Thanks. Good luck on the hunt. <laughs> he d- he just nods and then he is the the group of hunters uh walks off to the north in camp you see uh you know various uh orc men and women and children appear to be going on um through their day with mundane tasks like weaving baskets and getting water and tanning hides and sharpening tools we have two options we kill this guy or we hunt for proof yeah Let's kill him. Why? Why not? <laughs> See, that's that's not the answer I'm looking for. <laughs> we need to figure out what we're doing. So we got a request from the main chieftain. We got a request from the side chieftain. Um, are we gonna try and kill the chieftain over here, or get evidence that uh, what's his name cheated in his fight? Or you could just burn the village down and take their uh, lumber and tar. Yeah, I mean yeah. that that is true. Hey, the thing that I want to do. As long as it's not stored in some place flammable. Or itself is flammable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the primary plan seems to be we're going to go in there and kill everybody. Is that correct? That's. This, this yes, has changed dramatically uh, from our diplomatic mission here. 
So we have three options. We can we can fulfill the quests on the one side, the other side, or just kill everybody on one of the sides. And then take their lumber and supplies. Or we could find a way to make them to go to war with one another, and then we take their stuff while they're busy. You could, but that sounds like a lot of planning. What would you do to spark a war? Well, for example, we could tell what's-his-name that the other guy hired us to kill him. What? No. Uh, I, I got an <laughs> idea, guys. So, I have the illusion spell. Uh, I think it's called, like... Let me find it. I have the spell Disguise Self. I could disguise myself as the uh, the leader of the other clan. Uh-oh. And, and then... Uh, can you do it to me and then challenge then him to duel? No, and then uh, scream some stuff outside of their village, get everyone's attention, then uh, attempt to burn it down. Does it mimic their voice? Yes. I could do that. All agreed? Question mark? Sure. That sounds fun. That would bring a terrible amount of dishonor down upon the uh, grassland chief. Who cares? Dishonor on your fabric. <laughs> I'm just trying to get my supplies and then leave this fucking up. This fucking island filled with lions. Delicious lions. I feel like this has happened in history before. Like a million times. Like Columbus or I guess any other explorer out there. Let's that, get them in this wood. Smallpox on them. <laughs> if we had smallpox. I, I would have done that in a heartbeat. I don't think we have smallpox on us. You know, the other option that you've got here too is this party's gone off hunting. We could kill him or something, right? Yeah, he's he is away from the rest of the village. Oh, the chieftain was part of the hunting party. Yeah, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. We could just do that. That seems pretty easy. Did he take Bonebreaker with him? Uh, yeah, he's got Bonebreaker with him and three other half orcs. Let's go rob him. Glance to everybody. <clears throat> That yeah, sounds like an so plan. yeah, let's just tail him. It's easy. Let's let's rob him. As long as we get that sword, I'm in. Dibs. <laughs> sure. All right. So uh, I'm guessing um, you're gonna probably wait for a, a little bit for him to get out of uh, you know earshot of the camp. No. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, we will wait. Stand by. Red leader standing by. Old leader standing by. What? So are we just we'll just keep on going after him. I think he's loading the map. Yeah, I'm trying to get Got some it. characters copied over. All right, so uh, you guys uh, find this this group of half orcs, um, probably about uh, three miles from the village, and uh, you see Tusk and three others. Are you just walking up on them, or are you trying to sneak up on them, or what are you trying to do? Um, I think we're just trying to sneak on them. I'm thinking that we should probably wait until they hunt down a patch of uh, lions and then attack them then. That sounds excellent. Everybody give me a stealth check. I'm great at those. Don't worry, everybody. I have disadvantage. Okay, six. Mm, 16, actually. Huh. We're pretty <clears throat> stealthy. Uh, oh, yeah. Except for pl- except uh, <laughs> and Shane, you you're, you're kind of making some noise out there, and you see them turn around and look in your direction, um, but they probably just think uh, 
and some animals in the brush. Nice. Per usual. You're going to follow them for probably about an hour, so now you're about four miles out. And then you are going to see them come upon a lion. My legs are cramping from squatting so long. <laughs> Up here in the uh, northeast of this map... Um, you are going to see them uh, start to engage in a lion up here. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and add them into the initiative tracker. It's, uh, everybody got their initiative in? Yep. Yeah. It doesn't appear that uh, this, this group of half-orcs sees you, and they have started to, to engage this lion. And you're going to see uh, Tusk roll up on this thing. Shit, man. <laughs> And he is going to uh, take a swing at this thing with uh, Bonebreaker's sword. And that's a 21. He's too damn far away. Uh, next up is going to be the lion. It's going to take a attack at Tusk. And that is going to miss. Uh, next up is Lunidus. What are you going to do? I'm conflicted. Because everyone else got such low initiative. <laughs> just Can we get just... a surprise round? Uh, yeah, you could do a surprise round. Alright. How much speed do we get when we do that? Oh, there's no addition to speed. You just get an action. Yeah, we're able to, like, do stuff before they do. Okay. So... I think I will... Can I just hold off on my current turn until after the half-orcs have engaged the lion? Uh, yeah, you can. So, Lunadosh, you are moving uh, your turn down past the half-orcs? Yeah. Okay, I'll just move you down there. So, half-orc one is going to roll up on the line. And that is going to hit. And you see this line go down. So, uh, they are out of combat at this point. I think now is going to be our best opportunity for attacking. They're kind of divided. Uh, would it be possible to go ahead and just uh, put on put some poison that I have onto a crossbow that I have? Yep. But it's uh, Lunadoss' turn. Yeah. Alright. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and roll up on half wolf 2. And I'll smack the shit out of him. Ooh, 24 to hit. That will hit. <laughs> Alright, uh, for 9 damage. And um, I will go ahead with a flurry of blows. Spending a cheap point for that. If we still have, does the bonus or surprise round give any sort of much of a thing advantage? No. It the only thing it does is you, you go first. That's all surprise round does. Okay, so only ten to attack. Uh, yeah, that's not going to do it. So, that was his round, did the nine damage on the first. Alright, uh, next up's Adel. So, um, you want to do anything, throw a javelin or anything like that? Sure, I'll throw a javelin. Well, bam! That's a nine. Did I do it? No, that's gonna miss. I was trying to hit half orc too. Alright, next up's Juliet. Fantastic. Let's uh, dash forward, see if I can get these two Tusk and Half-Orc. One. Okay, cool. You have reach. Uh, I do have reach, but I want to make sure that I protect our most delicate member. And that will end my turn. Alexander. I am going to attempt to shoot Half-Orc 3 with my poison shots. 
10. Um, wait a second. Let me see if I have something. Ah, I, I, I don't think I have anything. Um, who has that lucky charm? Oh, um... I do! Not I. I didn't help you then. All right, so the surprise round is over, and hearing all this commotion, Tusk is going to turn and take a swing at Juliet. That is a 24. All right, that hits. uh, For six damage. Ouch. Half-Orc 1 is going to turn around and take a swing at Juliet. That is a 14. Does not hit. Uh, Next up is Half-Orc 2. He's going to turn around and take a swing at a Lunados. That is a 25 and a crit. Okay, yeah, that that hits. (laughs) That's going to be 11 damage. And that's a 19. Devastating blow. Target loses 20% of current HP uh, or critical damage, whichever is greater. Oh, wow. Let's see, one fifth of thirty-six is going to be about seven, so the eleven damage is good. Okay. Next up is half work three. It's going to take uh, off running at uh, Adel. That is a twenty-one for six damage. For me? Yeah. Yes. Uh, hurt my spaghettios. Next up is Alunidas. Alright, that hurt. I am hurt. I'm going to respond appropriately by beating the shit out of this guy. Sounds about right. Haha, 20 to hit. That will hit. Is that a natural? 8 damage. Uh, yeah, nat, uh, not a nat 20. Oh. Yeah. Um, and his bonus strike. Mm, 11 to hit. Yeah, that's gonna miss. All right, so only eight damage then. All right, next up is Adel. I am going to move one, a two, a feet, and then I'm going to use... Uh, before uh, you, you do that, you're going to take an attack of opportunity. Really? What the fuck? <laughs> uh, you walked out <laughs> of uh, half-orc threes. What do you mean? Fine. All right, what, what does he get? Uh, that's a 13. That is a miss. All right. I am now going to get this flanking opportunity, and I'm going to use my great sword. 14. I have advantage, so. So 14. Does 14 hit? No. Fuck. Nice. <laughs> Next up is Juliet. All right. Let's start with the spells, since that's what I should be doing anyway. Uh, I'm going to mystically swash out a bunch of almost fairy-like dust and cast sleep. One second here. Okay, yeah. And I have a feeling that shit roll does nothing. Um, well, don't you get a disadvantage on that too for casting a spell like in within melee range of? I don't know because the effect is not an attack. <laughs> that does make sense. I don't know why it's not posting. That. Okay. So is what is that like a DC save? <laughs> Uh, no, it's it's one of those no save, no da- no attack roll, ridiculous spells, but I rolled like shit, so. So yeah, uh, if anybody has 18 or less hit points within 20 feet uh, of me, I'm going to choose myself as a center, then uh, if anyone has 18 or lower HP, they fall asleep, otherwise nothing happens. 
and it goes from closest to furthest target and doesn't use any until it actually hits a target. Nope, they're big beef boys. Alright, cool. I'm going to use an action surge to get an extra action then. And I'm going to use that. That's a terrible use. I'll just use it to uh, stab at Tusk with my halberd. 14 does not hit him. Oh, advantage. Oh, all right. Thank you. Okay, another 14. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which which one of those are you going to take? Tusk. (laughs) Toss the 14. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that doesn't hit. Yeah, I didn't think so. And uh, with my... No, okay, never mind. That's it for me. All right, next up's Alexander. It's my time to shine. I'm going to attempt to shoot half work three, I guess. That's a miss. Yeah, that's a miss. I'll pass turn, I guess. So uh, next up is Tusk, and he is going to look uh, Juliet in the eye, and he's going to spit in your face. I know. And say, I welcome you into camp, and this is the thanks you give me, attacking me, ambushing me. Assassins. Thumbs up. (laughs) Yeah. And then uh, he's going to swing with uh, Bonebreaker's sword at you. Break his sword. That's a 16. Uh, I'm going to use a reaction to cast shield. My AC becomes 21 until it's back to my turn. So that is a miss. Okay. And uh, you throw up that shield and Tusk laughs at you and it says, You're a dishonorable cheater too. Damn, these guys really don't like magic. Pussies. (laughs) So next up is Half-Orc 1. Uh, it is going to take a swing at Adel. That's a 20. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, for nine damage. So next up is half-orc number two. It's going to, to attack Alunidas with his uh, longsword. That's an eight. That's going to miss. Oh, yeah. Half-orc three is going to attack Juliet. That's a 14. Don't forget he gets advantage. Oh, yeah, he does get advantage. That's a 17. Uh, that will not hit. Oh, yeah, because you got shield up. Yeah, shield. Uh, next up, Alunidas. Smackety smack. Don't talk about it. What is Shane's character doing? <laughs> Trying his best. <laughs> <laughs> Trying his best. Best response ever. Um, how, how do you get uh, advantage on that? Oh, yeah, never mind. No advantage, so crit fail. Roll me a d20. 15. Flat-footed. Lose your movement until the next uh, until the end of your next turn. You cannot disengage. Any advantages from total defense are lost. Um, okay. Next up, Adel. I will now attack with that punch. Kaka. And Kaka. That'll hit. Dope. I'm going to use four of my spell slots to do 4d6, I believe. Starts at 2d6, and then you add 1d6 for each level above one. I know. So I think you actually do 5d6. Dope. Uh, and then I get the charisma bonus, get bonus fire damage because I was channeling divinity when I was trying to hit. So let's see. So let's do great sword damage first. So that's 10. And then roll 
Uh, 5d6, I believe, is what you said. Yep, 5d6, radiant. Uh, actually, it's fire or necrotic. Is it fire? Fire right. or necrotic. So that's... And then, plus my charisma. <laughs> which is plus... Who are you two. doing this on again? Tusk. <laughs> so... So I guess we're just not getting the uh, the belt or whatever. Ten. What do you mean not getting the belt? The don't they have like a one of the items? Oh, he has a sword. Thirty-two damage. Tell me what it uh it, it looks like when you do this. Okay, so when I, I pretty much put my sword up and go, I have the power, and then my sword grows a black red, and then I slash him across the back. Exposing his organs, does he die? No, he doesn't die. I just wanted it, it did a lot of damage and sounded cool. I just wanted it to was. It was great. All right, so that's thirty-two damage. Nice. Oh, uh, Rosa, know that ability again? What's that ability? Yeah, what's the ability you just used again? Oh, smite. it's called smite. You pretty much roll a shit ton of d sixes, whap the shit out of somebody. Yeah, Divine Smite, they call it. It's awesome. Next up is Juliet. Fantastic. Uh, Tusk is dead, right? No. 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 No, no. She okay. Got hit hard, though. We're, we're going to make sure this guy stays dead, though. Uh, stab at him with uh, Halberd. There we go. 17 to hit. That's going to miss. Oh, damn. All right. That's it for me, then. Oh, that Nova, man. Next up, uh, let's try and crossbow orc number three again. That's a hit. Five damage. All right. Next up is Tusk. So you see, like Tusk, uh, kind of like like uh, uh, stagger forward uh, after Adel uh, slashes him in the back with his gr- necrotic greatsword, and uh, he is going to spin around and attack Adel after that blow. Bring it on! <laughs> that is a 17. Barely hits. 17, uh, 2 hit, correct? Yes. Alright, yeah. That is uh, 6 damage. Next up is half orc number 1. Uh, he's going to attack Adel as well. Hi. That's a 12. That's going to miss. <laughs> half orc 2 <laughs> is going to attack a Lunados. That's a seven. That's going to miss. Damn, skip it. Half Orc three is going to attack Juliet. That's an eight. That's going to miss. <laughs> Garbage rolls. Fine. Wounded Ash, you're up. Okay, time to possibly kill this guy, hopefully. Yes. Possibly kill it, him and or. <laughs> that's going to oh. miss. Okay, and... Oh, well, I can't move, so I'm just going to stand here. All right, uh, Adel, you're up. Okay, I'm going to use my channel divinity, and he needs to make me a dexterity saving throw. DC? I think it was 12. Yeah, it was 12, I believe. Uh, Dex, did you say? Yes. He passes. All right, so he still takes half half damage. So four damage. That's my turn, pretty much. All right, Juliet, you're up. All right. Wait a minute. Uh, okay, so sorry for cutting in, uh, but I'm looking at Divine Smite, and it doesn't do 5d8 da- like 5d6 damage. 
He used mean? level 4 slot, didn't he? Oh no, he used 4 level 1 slots. You can't do that, man. You can't fuck it. That's not a thing uh, you can do. Ooh. That's my bad. My bad. Yeah, that'll be... It'll be like... For a first level slot, it'll be 2d8. Then you can expend slots above it for an extra 1d8. To up to a maximum of 5d8. Gotcha. My bad. And, yeah, and then it's an extra 1d8 for against an undead or a fiend. And it deals radiant damage. So That's Divine honest. Smite. Well, it's my, it's my, it's the uh, path I chose. It changes it. No, that should shouldn't work that way. It mean? still works on the mechanics of. No, I mean like the the type of damage. It does. Oh, the type of damage. Okay. I wasn't talking about like the whole fucking thing. So <laughs> he would have done two d eight, right? Ah, uh, yes. So That's... I'm I'm looking back at his roll. That was a six and a five, so that'd be eleven. So I'm going to add back uh, six eight hit points to this guy. Now I recall we had this conversation before. Yes, we did. Two weeks ago. All right, uh, Juliet. Whatever. All right. I guess I have nothing left to do but swing, swing, swing. On hit. Oh, 16. Uh, nope. Tusk, no. That's not it. Okay. Uh, that will end my turn. Alexander, you're up. It worked one time. That's why. Let's try it again. Woo, I missed. Pass turn. Tusk is back up. He is going to take a swing at Adel. That's a nine that's going to miss. Hell yeah. Half Orc 1 is up. He's going to swing at Adel. That's a 17 for 5 damage. Half Orc number 3 is going to attack Juliet. That's a 23. That's a hit. 4 damage. Alright. Alunidas. Kill. Kill. <laughs> That's a crit. Roll the crit table. That's a dose. So let's uh, do your damage first. What uh, damage did you do? Did nine. And then you rolled a two for the crit table. That's a uh, compromised defense. Target takes a negative one penalty to AC until the end of the attacker's next turn due to defenses being damaged from their expert attack. All right, now for news. Bonus strike, not for uh, eight. Even with his compromised AC, that's it. Nope. And that, uh, that's it for Illuminidas. Alright, next up is Adel. I will attack Tusk again. Um. What the fuck? Yeah, that's two eights. That's gonna miss. Next up's Juliet. Alright. Same old story. Stab him with this halberd. 14 does not hit. That won't be the end of my turn. Alexander, you're up. Uh, pass turn. Dude, he has compromised AC. Who, number three? Uh, two. Two? Uh, does a seven hit on number two? Nope. There you go, pass. Uh, Tusk is going to take a swing at Adel. That's a 25. It misses. (laughs) For eight damage. Half Orc number one is going to take a swing at Adel. It's a 24. God damn for six damage. All right, guys. I'm at 13 out of 52. Just saying. Just Super Saiyan? I wish I was Super Saiyan. That'd make this way easier. Half Orc number two is going to attack uh, Alinidas. That's a 17. Ha, miss. Uh, Half Orc number three is going to attack Juliet. It's a 23. That hits. For 11 damage. All right. Next up is Alinidas. All right, let's uh, keep on doing the thing where I try to kill people. 
Isn't that what we always do? 17. That's going to hit. Five damage. And bonus strike, 22. Another five damage. All right. He's still up. Just barely. Adel, you're up. I will attempt to hit him again. 14 and 15. That's a miss. Both of them? Yep. Fuck! Juliet, you're up. All right. I'm going to hit Tusk again. There we go. Nat 20. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So roll your damage. So 11 plus 5 slashing and then 19 on the crit table. Devastating blow. Target loses 20% of current HP or crit damage, whichever is greater, but not both. So you uh, did more damage with your hit. All right. Next up is Alex. uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. As a bonus action, I'm just going to get the second win. That's, That's it for me. All right, Alexander. It's my time again. I'm, a, I'm just going to switch to a longsword and try and go after orc number three. Pass. You have advantage. Uh, actually, he doesn't. I can draw a line from one of his corners to Juliet. But it's not a straight line through the enemy. I'll let you do that. Twelve. Pass. All right, next up is Tusk. He is going to take a swing at Adel. That's a 23 for nine damage. Fuck, dude. Can I get some heals? Sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Do you have any I'm potions? It. No! <laughs> I guess you aren't getting heals. I can use healing Shit. word on my turn. Exactly. Wouldn't you rather save that to bring him back up if he falls? Fuck you. <laughs> what do you mean? Just use that now. The point of healing is to prevent that. Well, all right. We'll just s- a suggestion. We'll see just what me. happens on your turn because uh, you might be going down right now. Rip. So half orc number one is going to attack Adel. It's a nineteen. It misses. Don't worry. For exactly four damage. <laughs> God damn it! Blame the dice, man. I'll blame you. You're the one who built this encounter. <laughs> I know how it goes. It's a hard not life to be a dirty DM. I am a dirty. So I'm going to put the little skull and crossbones on you so everybody knows that you're down right now. But that just makes me look cool. It kind of does. Right? <laughs> just put the red X through him. Really punish him. <laughs> Don't put the red X. Damn it, Kevin. You I got the red cool. X and the crossbones. Yeah. <laughs> I like how it forms to my face like a mask. That's fun. Oh, damn it. Your racer X. <laughs> All right, so half orc number two is attacking a Lunados. That's a 15. That's going to miss. Half orc number three is going to attack Juliet. That's a 14. That's going to miss. Lunados, you're up. Second first, same as the first. Oh, nice. Uh, it's a 25. I don't have a finish. You do? You're diagonal to me. Oh, no, you're not. Oh, I'm. Great, I said. So that's uh, seven damage. That's going to take this half work out. And finally, move <laughs> <laughs> somewhere advantageous. Help us, Obi Wan Kenobi. Fuck Obi and Juan Kenobi. And nice. I'm going to. Uh, you can't end your turn in a player square. He's, he's not. Dead. Oh, he's down. I don't know if that counts. Yeah, it does count. You can't stand on top of somebody's body. Yeah, get the fuck gotcha. off. <laughs> Get off! Thank you. All right. Uh, and let's see maybe deal with the big bad. Does. I don't know. All right. Is that it? 
Uh, but I'm checking for you. No, that's only immediately after the attack. Uh, what do you mean? I was going to see if I could attack again, but I can't. Uh. Alright, Adel, give me a death saving throw. Well, I don't want. <laughs> what, what is that based off? Straight D20. It's just a D20. Oh, in my table, we add constitution. It's a 13. That's a success. Correct. All right, next up's Juliet. All right. Save me. Well, I would love to keep pounding my head against Tusk's invincible AC, but I think I'm going to help out. And uh, which of the orcs looks more tired? Your mama. Uh, All right, I guess I'm going to attack Adel this turn. Oh. Half orc three uh, looks like uh, uh, it's taken some damage. Um, half orc one doesn't look like he's been hit. Give him a kiss. All right, we'll go for half orc three then. Tusk, I love you very much, but we need to see other people. What are you gay? <laughs> what if he was? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so orc number three. You kiss on the lips. That uh, 20 to hit. That will hit. I'm zoomed in real. And that will do six points of damage. Alright, next will, up. And Julius? Yep, Alexander. That's my name. Don't wear it out until you do. Let's try and hit orc number three again. You have advantage. 17. I get a plus one because it's the magic sword. Doesn't that. Wait, that neutrals it out, remember? Because you get negative one. <laughs> um, which, which one are you attacking? Half orc three. Yeah, three. And that's a 16. That's going to hit. Let's go six. <laughs> Shane, you're a good person. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I'm terrible at combat. I can't really. All right. I like stuff, but. Next up is uh, Tusk. Is he going to piss on me? He's going to move down one. What is he, crazy? And he's going to take a swing at Juliet. It's a 16. Uh, I'm going to use shield. Last one for the day. He sees 21. That's a miss. All right. Next up is half orc number one. Will he be the best around or not? He's going to attack a Lunados. It's a 16. That's going to miss. Half orc number three is going to move up and flank with Tusk. He provokes an attack of opportunity from Alexander, right? Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah. Or is yeah, he, he disengaging does. first? Yeah, he gets an attack of opportunity. Thirteen, I guess. That's gonna miss. Would the uh, attack what of opportunity come with advantage? He was being planned. Uh, no. Attacks opportunities don't get modifiers like that. Okay. It's like basically like a melee basic. Um, so uh, half orc three is gonna attack Juliet. That's, Does he uh, get a eight and a nine? Up? That's nothing. Uh, Lindados, help me. Um, Why didn't Shane heal me? Oh wait, it's not his turn. And it, and it was your initiative. This is three. But healing doesn't really stop you from just like dying. Yeah, but it makes me conscious. All right, Lindados is uh, spending a cheap point to take step of the wind, disengage from half orc one. You need to flank off with Tusk. Yeah, um, I'm so vulnerable. I don't like the X you guys put on me. It makes me feel sad. <laughs> ha ha ha! Crit. Nice. 
roll it again to see if you get another one. And 15. Okay, let's do your damage first. So that's 13 damage. Yep. So uh, you hit him and he just staggers forward. He's looking rough. And then you rolled a 15 on the crit table. That is disarming strike. One target drops weapon and must use a move action to pick it up. If target is a magic user, they may only use a standard action for that round. So you disarm Tusk. Nice. And that will do it for Alunadas' turn. Alright, next up is Adel. Give me a death saving throw. I'll do it, Papa Randy. Roll a d20. Two. So that's That's one... One success and one fail. We're right on track. I might die. Can someone please heal me? <laughs> Next up is Juliet. Alright. Now that we're back at advantage with Tusk, uh, actually, what would it take for me to grab the sword from where it is currently, or is it just not possible at the moment? Uh, it's probably at his feet. Um, I'm going to say if you want to try to do that, it's going to take a standard action. Okay, I will definitely do that. Use that standard action. Pick up his weapon. And I think that's going to end my turn. Give me, give me a uh, athletics check contested sure. against Tusk. Uh, 18. And he had a 6. Fantastic. So, uh, he, he sees you trying to, to grab for his sword, and, like, he reaches and tries to nudge, him, uh, nudge you out of the way, but you're lower than him, and, like, you stick a shoulder into his side and push him out of the way as you grab the sword. All right, sounds good. Uh, Juliet that wanted that sword. Oh, it's mine. Can I have a sword? Because I died for it. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll just, I'll just stick it through you when you're almost dead. No! <laughs> <laughs> You'll save one of you bastards has to fucking try and help me. Damn. You don't have to. Fuck you. <laughs> we, we, we might. We'll, we'll, cons- we'll debate it for a little I while. I hate Shane's character. Oh, we don't technically have to do that. <laughs> hey, you know what you signed up for? Things go awry. Bling, blame the dungeon master because they have a hard enough job as it is. It's make it harder. Well, this is an evil party. Hi, Alexander, you're up. I want to dump. Yay. Shine head number three. Deep fried dumplings. 18. That's gonna hit. 7 damage. Alright. Tusk is up. Fuck. He is, uh. He is gonna try to, uh. He sees that Juliet has got his, uh, sword. He is gonna pull out, uh, a dagger and lunge for you. Where'd you get that? It's illegal. Get out of here. Oh, That's a 9. That's gonna miss. Half orc number 1 is going to attack Juliet. It's a 21. That hits. For five damage. Half orc number three is going to attack Juliet. Actually, no. He, no. Uh, Alexander uh, swung at him, so he's going to turn on Alexander and take a swipe with his longsword. Uh, that's an eight that's going to miss. Alunidas, uh, you're up. All right, let's kill. Nice. 17 to oh, 22 to hit. That will hit. 10 damage on Tusk. So describe to me what it looks like when you kill Tusk. I jam the quarterstaff into the necrotic, slashy, organ damage thing that uh, that guy did once upon a time. And just sort of around a little bit. (laughs) Dead guy did. What's his name? I don't even remember. (laughs) 
and Tusk whimpers a little bit as I, you know, push his liver and just sort of make it go squish and it releases toxins and he dies. <laughs> that usually takes him in a poke game. He uh, died from complications from diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> and then I feed him a four quarter dinner. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Now I'm going to move. And as you, uh, as you do that, uh, he uh, falls to the ground and spits at Juliet again. Oh, sucks to be him. Delicious. Does he miss or hit? <laughs> Roll to spit. Yeah, exactly. Roll to spit. Let that bastard have a Watch him have kill one. me with a crit, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, Adel, give me a death saving throw. Big money. Can someone please? <laughs> All right. Fuck you, Shane. You had a chance, you piece of shit. Fuck! Chill, chill. So that's. Not uh, done yet. I mean, combat's over. I mean, we only have to kill these two guys. Yeah. He's got to not roll another shitty throw. So that is one success and two fails for Adel. Juliet, you're up. All right. Seeing Adel on the ground and Tusk disabled for the time being, I'm going to move towards Adel, provoking an attack of opportunity from Half Orc 3. Oh, all right. And I'm going to try and stabilize Adel, but I guess probably that attack comes first. Yay! Yeah, that's a 10 that's going to miss. All right. Uh, what is it, medicine roll? I would assume so. Yep. No sleight of hand. Keep my intestines inside me. 18? <laughs> I don't know actually what that does, because I never revive dead teammates. Uh, that's going to stabilize him, but he's still at uh, okay. zero hit points. Give me a big ol' smooch, you gross dragon lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're no longer dying, but you're not up. I mean, that's pretty much my life in real life. Wait, uh, it should move back where she was. I want to make a cookie. Juliet should move back. So we're getting flanking again. Yeah, I will. But I need to make sure he's tucked in the bed. Tuck me. <laughs> Give me a little kiss on the tree. Ring me a storm. Alexander, Ring. you're up. I rolled damage and did damage. I got pass. 19. I did two damage. All right. Um, next up is half orc one. Um, he is going to take a swing at a Lunados. What if I told you? That's a 19. That's six damage. Uh, half orc number three is going to take a swing at Alexander. That's a seven. That's going to miss. Lunados, you're up. All right. Since. Okay, Juliet's there. He's going to shift a bit to the left and attack with advantage. 24. That'll hit. 8 damage. Now, bonus. No, that's the first time he's been hit. Yeah. <laughs> In that case, uh, I'm going to go ahead and spend a chi point for flurry of blows. 21. Oh, shit. That'll hit. Right, for 5 more damage, and I'm going to knock him down. Does he get a uh, deck save against that? Yes, he does. Uh, he got a seven. I'm not sure. I think yours is thirteen. Against my wisdom, I yeah, I think your DC is thirteen. Okay. All right. Next up is Adel, who can't do anything. What can I do? Nothing. Let me do a thing. Juliet, you're up. All right. Uh, right. Okay. 
So uh, Julia is going to take a swing at this half orc with her halberd. Oh goodness! Another nat twenty. Wow. Wow. All right, do your damage. All right, so that would be 15 slashing damage and a two rolled on the chance table. All right, that's uh, compromised defense. Target takes negative one penalty to AC until the end of the attacker's next turn. All right, and then Juliet is going to move up to the top there, so Alexandra will get flanking, and that is the end of my turn. All right, Alexandra, you're up. Pass. What? You didn't roll with advantage. There you go. That's a hit. Five damage. Pass. All right. Next up, next up is half orc one. He's going to take a swing at Alunidas. It's a fourteen. That's going to miss. Yeah. Half orc three is going to t- half orc three is going to take a swing at sh- uh, Alexander. That's a fourteen. Does that, hit your- Does that hit your AC? Yes. That's uh, four damage. I'm at 32 HP. Doing better than Adel. <laughs> I am. Alunidas. I curse you. All right. Let's see. Um, would medicine get what's his name back on his feet? Adel? Uh, I don't think so. I think medicine would just stabilize him. It wouldn't All give right. him a, an HP back. Okay. In that case, he can just lie there. Now, if somebody shoved a push- potion down his throat or healed him, he would be up. I think uh, Alexander has both of those. Let's see, uh, half work one is got some symbols on him, but he's still standing. I'll just go ahead and nineteen to hit. That hits. Eight damage and bonus strike. Seventeen. Nice. That hits. For six more damage. So, what's it look like when you take him down? Um. Can't remember all the status effects on him. Well, I, I just sort of smack him really hard in the ear, and that causes a tiny splurt of blood to come out of his other ear, and he collapses. Just rag dolls to the ground. All right, next up is Adel, who can't do anything. Uh, Juliet, you're up. That that couldn't do anything. Sounded really, I don't know. It's like two levels there. Uh, Juliet's gonna take a swing, and we'll see if we can try and fix, finish this guy off. Uh, 13 to hit probably misses. Yeah, that's a miss. And that will end Juliet's turn. Alexander. Yeah, 14. Uh, that's going to miss. Pass. Uh, half work 3 is going to take a swing at you. Sure. That's a 23 for 10 damage. Down to 22. Alinidosh, you're up. All right. Uh, can't get flanking, but we can just sort of smack at him a little bit. 14. That's going to miss. And that one will end All right, Juliet. 21 to hit. That'll hit. Four, nine, slashing damage. So tell me what it looks like when you take this half orc down. Well, since we're all covered in blood and viscera, I imagine that the halberd kind of swings around and misses from last round. Kind of hitting him in the eyes, though, and giving him a distraction enough for Juliet to land a killing blow right to his uh, stomach as his intestines bleed out. It's pretty gruesome. Yeah, I think I should do a PG next time. Like, it just disappears like Obi-Wan. <laughs> <laughs> his robe falls to the ground. Yeah, exactly. If you strike me down, I should become more dead than you can possibly imagine. 
All right, so uh, you guys are out of combat now. I'm going to say that uh, you can probably give uh, Adel some aid and get him back up on his feet. Sure. So you have just killed uh, this uh, son of the clan chief, or the the descendant of uh, Borsh Bonebreaker. And, so let's uh, go get our car and whatnot. And now you've got uh, his sword. So, uh, Am I alive? Yeah, you're alive. Am I conscious? Yeah, they, yeah, they got you back up at your feet. How much HP are you? You have one HP. Oh yeah. Screw with any of us. Um, you can take a short rest and uh, spend uh, your hit die. Okay. Um, I feel like we shouldn't do it at a crime scene. So you've got a Bonebreaker sword. Um. And you've What's got... Uh, Should we get his head? I was getting ready to say that's one of the things that was requested to prove he was dead. We're totally going to keep it, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> There's also the manner of the bodies. What do you want to do with those? We could probably put them nearby the, uh, the village. Put a sign that says uh, from the gone. human. Like, say it was yeah. from, we did it. Why would we do that? So that they don't think that the other orc people did? Fuck them. It's their problem. I thought we were supposed to make it look like it was lions or something. There is a dead lion there, and it probably still has its claws. We could run our claws over the bodies, try and cover up the obvious weapon damage it's done. Go for it. You can do that. I'm not gonna. (laughs) Don't, Don't pinch yourself on those claws, Adel. I I suggest that we feed them to lions. Got any barbecue sauce? I mean, the the place is fucking literally filled with wines. You can just walk around somewhere and just give it to them. And uh, I don't suppose any of you have... Oh, no. Okay, yeah. I have prestidigitation. I'm going to use that to clean us of all the blood that's on our weapons and hands (laughs) and whatnot. So we don't walk in there bloody mess. Oh, yeah, we forgot to kill him. Something silly like that. You're going to CSI Suell this shit. (laughs) (laughs) that's why they pay me the big bucks so um we'll say it takes about you know 30 minutes or so to to make it look like uh lions attack these uh half works and you've got a pretty good feeling that the bodies aren't going to be out here for very long um lions are probably going to get them um you're taking um tusk's head and um you're using prestidigitation to uh, clean yourself and your weapons up, right? Yep. All right. Um, give. Uh, do you want to check his uh, sword out? Absolutely. So give me a um, give me a nature check. Sure. Uh, twenty-two. All right. With a twenty-two, you know what this metal is. It's uh, very rare. It's adamantine. And uh, what do you what you know about this is uh, it's really hard to work with, and it takes like master smiths uh, to work with it to because uh, it's it could be form really sharp edges, and it, it's kind of a dense metal, but it's kind of brittle. So there's other things that they have to mix with it um, uh-huh. to to make it a good weapon. Um, it's really heavy. Like, uh, what's your strength? Uh, Seventeen. All right. Uh, with a, a seventeen, um, it's really awkward. 
um, like um, you're like testing this weapon out with like uh, two hands, like trying to swing it around. And it's, it's so awkward that um, you think, or so heavy that it's awkward and you think um, you'll take a negative one penalty um, to attacks with this weapon. Alrighty. But it's so heavy that you'll be doing extra damage with it. So it would be, you would do uh, 2d8 instead of 2d6 with this weapon. Damn, that's good. Um, Can I hold it? So that's what a nature check will get you. <laughs> you want to? Right. Do you want to do like an arcana check or detect magic on it? Uh yeah, I'm going to use a detect magic. All right. Since I have that one at will, yes. So uh, you um, cast detect magic, and you are surprised to find that this weapon is not magical at all. Oh shit! That makes sense. Yeah, because like uh, if he was using this as like a like a, a ceremonial weapon or like a family weapon that would have pa- been passed down, it would have been considered cheating. If it was a magical weapon, if it was used in any sort of honorable combat, cool. So, what is Adel's strength? Could he handle the weapon without? Damage? What's your strength, Adel? It is eighteen. Oh, damn. Look at that. So, uh, Adel would be able to use this uh, without a penalty. Cool. Gimme. I'm going to drop my sword and pick it up with my two hands. Oh, no, no, no. It's already in my two hands. Let's make a deal, shall we? How about a contract? (laughs) Yeah, a contract. Yeah, yeah, a contract. So, what are you willing to trade me for this sword? Uh, Eternal strength for your soul and the sword. Oh, no, 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 my soul's not a bargaining ship here. <laughs> I'm afraid it is. Well, I guess uh, your 1 HP isn't going to help you now. What do you want, goddammit? <laughs> I want a guarantee that I will receive, of my choice, two of the artifacts that we find for personal use. Alright, sure. Now, can you can you back up that claim, though? I mean, I I, I don't really care for the artifacts, personally, so... And you'll make sure I have them, right? I can't guarantee you'll have them. I'll guarantee you I won't take them. All right, that that is good enough. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you have this sword. Can I please have the health potion? <laughs> <laughs> I am not carrying it. I, I asked Alexander, can I please have the help, health potion? <laughs> what do you need it for? We're about to go rest. Fuck you! <laughs> <laughs> Give me the fucking health potion, you prick. <laughs> so, like, we're literally about to go rest. I don't that would think be such a waste. I don't think a long rest would fill all of my HP. You're pretty close. I'm at one. <laughs> so what? Shane, I swear to Christ. All right, so, uh, Juliet, are you giving uh, Adel the sword? Uh, yes. Thank you. All right. And, uh, uh, Adel, what are you doing with it? I'm going to put it in my backpack for now. Okay. Wait, what? You're not going to use it? On what? Oh, the guy? Yeah, sure. I'll cut off that guy's head. No, you're not. (laughs) I just gave you the sword. Are you going to use it? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to use it. But right now, I'm kind of concerned with something a little, like, I kind of need to deal with right now. I'm at one HP, remember? 
Yeah, but if you're not going to use the sword, you're not even going to wield it. You're not going to even take yeah, a sheath. Yeah, I'm going to wield it. I didn't. Does it have a sheath? Don't uh, you have a sheath? Not for this type of sword. Um, it has like a. It, it doesn't have a. Sh- uh, he didn't have a sheath for it. It was kind of like on a uh, like a frog for his back. I think that's what they're gotcha. called. I'm yeah. gonna take it off his back and use. It. Okay. Sorry, I'm just, just making sure you're actually going to use this weapon. I was very much planning on using it. It's just I kind of have something a little urgent right now. Can I use my lay on hands on myself? No one's gonna. Yeah. Wait, you had uh, lay on hands the whole fucking time. I was trying to kill him. I was doing massive damage. I'm like the dark side or whatever. Yeah, you can uh, roll uh, lay on hands. Uh, It's not a roll. It's just oh, it just does to like twenty hit points. Isn't it per like it's five five times your level? Yeah, Yeah. so twenty. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use all twenty. Twenty. All right, you got your twenty hit points back. (laughs) We're gonna use a short rest anyway. I mean, I don't think a short rest will give me 20 hit points. It depends on how many uh, hit die you spend. Fair enough. So, uh, back to just, your camp or back to Grassland? Probably just Let's, go back to the main camp. Go back to Grassland the circuitous way. Avoid the other orcs who might recognize stuff. Like the fact that we just killed their leader. And took his sword. And his head. Yeah, their leader sword in his head. Kind of conspicuous. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Dungeons & Debacles podcast. A lot of people say this, but we really do want to hear from you. Are we shinier than a platinum piece? Or stankier than a cobalt's loincloth? Let us know what you liked and didn't like. Everything helps this make a better podcast for you. Got an idea for monsters, items, and commercials? Let us know about it. You might hear it in the show. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. We also have a website where you can learn more about the characters, lore, and maps of this world. You'll also find articles about Dungeons and Dragons and a whole lot more. Just search Dungeons and Debacles Podcast. Do you think the government of Luskane is spying on you and you don't have a social media account? Then email us at dungeondebacle at gmail.com. You can also check out the theme song and all the commercials you heard on the podcast on our YouTube account. Just search Dungeons & Debacles Podcast. New episodes come out every Sunday, so check your podcast app. And now a word from this week's sponsor. Are annoying adventurers stealing your treasure and slaying ye hard-earned magical beasties? An expertly crafted dungeon may just be what ye need. Hell... I'm Brock Stoneshield Jr. of Stoneshield and Sons Dungeon Contractors. When me pal started this business, he had but one philosophy. Help people protect what they worked so hard to get. We have free in-tower consultations to design a lair just for ye needs. Our expert Robin Stonesmiths will help ye build a dungeon of your dreams, and we can work with any budget. Spike traps, we got them. Flame pillars, no problem. Bottomless pits. Yeah! We're the best in the business. Do you already have a dungeon and want to upgrade? We can help make it even more secure. With a combined 600 years of experience, there's no dungeon too big or too small. We do them all. 
Just contact Stone Shield and Sons Dungeon Contractors for all your dungeon needs. The music you heard on this episode was Action by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. You can find that license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0.